Greetings from Storybrook. I'm Bobby Hawk. I'm Elizabeth Placencia. I'm Tony Hooper. And I'm Monica Jones. And this is the lane where we make the most awesome being being beignets. Beignets. Maybe I should have practiced that beforehand. We also talk about ABC's hit series show, Once Upon a Time. How are you guys doing this week? Doing good. That's great. Uh, so this week, uh, <laughs> um, I would ask what's new, and I kind of already did off off air, and it kind of seems that not a whole lot. Uh, Tony was doing a whole lot of shopping, but other than that, there wasn't really a whole lot going on. Amazon <laughs> shopping, man. Yeah, you can't even put down the phone for a second. I mean, we're going into the podcast, and you're like, oh, got that, got that, got that. <laughs> Um, hey, it is all once upon a time stuff with a new camera coming soon, you guys. I have a new camera coming. <laughs> I'm awesome. I'm gonna be good. fluid, not trippy. Okay, well we, we we look forward. We definitely look forward to that. Um, speaking of, there was a bit of like a yard sale shopping going on in this week's episode. Uh, we finally get to see. Uh, uh, the Princess and the Frog, uh, of which I never really got a chance to see the Disney version. Check um, it out. Mommy, awesome. are you forgetting something? Uh, I'm sorry, what was that? Aren't you forgetting something? I know, that's what I was just about to say. Oh, okay. I, I, no, that's, I, no, you're, you're fine. You're too I thought quick. you were getting into the episode. <laughs> I was saying that we were about, we were, but we will get all of that onto all of that. In the recap right after Elizabeth gives us this week's rhyming summary. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I'm so sad. So <laughs> anyway, Elizabeth, why don't you go ahead and read this week's rhyming summary? Okay, season seven, episode five. Sabine and Jacinda start their own business making beignets. Since Belfry wants to raise the rent, they have debts to pay. In a flashback, Tiana needs a prince to save her kingdom, but Dr. Facilier proves to be somewhat fearsome. Meanwhile, Ronnie and Ivy try to find out Victoria's secret and unfortunately find no one. How convenient. However, Ronnie finds a puzzling photograph. Could this make her memory come back? We'll all need steam baths after this week's episode, Green Backs. <laughs> Greenbacks. I thought this was a very cleverly titled episode. Yeah, it was um, hard to rhyme with, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, can see that. I, I can, can see that. Definitely see it, but hey. <laughs> um, because you rock. Thank like you. I was saying, um, you rock preface. <laughs> okay. Um, I I'm not uh, too familiar with the story of. Well, I mean, I'm I'm familiar with the you know the prince the frog prince you know like the original story, but mm -hmm. this princess frog or frog princess whatever, um, you know obviously t this takes uh, more than a few cues from the Disney story that uh, I unfortunately have yet to see. Um, I so, have seen it myself. Okay, and what about? This okay. Is not the way it went. No. <laughs> no. Okay. That's <laughs> but it's once upon a time. They change it all the time. So no, yeah. No, and I totally yeah. Because my my uh, son walked in while we were watching, and he kind of like you know I, he you know saw the episode and was like oh well obviously this is what this is and I told him what was going on he was like oh well it's different then I was like well it's you know like you guys just said it's once upon a time it's always different but um. 
but you know, not like I said, me not seeing the original, I didn't know how different, you know, I didn't know what to uh, judge it off of. So um, it's good. That, right. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> fine, but it's good to know that the three of you have so that if there is any, uh, you know, anything that really needs to be pointed out as far as uh, differences between the two stories, you can do so if you'd like. Because I have the song Friends from the Other Side stuck in their head because I do. <laughs> that's a song from the movie, I take it. Yeah, that's the song that the Dr. Facilier sings in the movie. Okay. So, Ad nauseum. So, was it a thing from the movie that, like, the frog was really. Uh, it's supposed to be a frog all along or whatever. No, no, not at He's all. He's a prince that gets turned into a frog, and mm -hmm. then he meets Tiana as a frog. And he mm -hmm. talks to her, and he says, well, maybe if you kiss me, maybe I'll turn back into a prince kind of thing. And instead, she turns into a frog with him. Mm -hmm. It uh, seems like it's kind okay. of like a mini curse, basically. Okay, okay. So, but 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 the guy wasn't always a frog. He was a prince to begin with. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Okay. Got tricked by Doctor Facilier. And his name is Marius in the. No, his name uh, is Naveen. Naveen in the movie Marius in the show, but okay. I but I really hope that they really introduce Naveen. Please, please, God. Okay. Well, I think <laughs> I think that's for the most part the. Uh, well, if that's the case, I, I kind of like the twist that they did here. Mm -hmm. That, um, you know, that, you know, that they were supposed to be frogs all along. It was almost like a Shrek. Yeah. Where the uh, Fiona turns in, you know, <laughs> instead of the true love turning in, turning Shrek human, it turned her into an ogre. Exactly. So, yeah, so, Fiona. Um, makes perfect sense. Right, exactly, Fiona. Um, but I'm getting a little long-winded here. Uh, like I said, it is. It's good that at least a few of us have seen the original. If if anything needs to be uh, spoken of as we go through the recap. Speaking <laughs> speaking of the recap, uh, let's go ahead and get started. So Belfry joins the witch for some tea, but she wants her special brew. Uh, something tells me it ain't Earl Grey. Downstairs, <laughs> Lucy waits impatiently for her grandmother. They're late for ballet practice. Uh, Sabine shows up with some of her famous beignets for Lucy. Victoria finally arrives, and she lets Sabine know that the rent's been raised. At least it's not doubled. Uh, Belfry asks Ivy to gather some special herbs, and it's off to ballet. <clears throat> Many years ago, it's time for a castle yard sale. The king has raised taxes, and everything must go, except for Daddy's Firefly Ruby, that is. It's the only thing Tiana has to remember him by. Drizella has shown up to throw salt in the wound. Tiana can't believe it has come to this. Her mother tells her this is the only way they can stay afloat, unless, of course, she can find a prince. At Ronnie's, Rogers talks to Henry about his missing girl case. He's brought what evidence he has to Ronnie's for safekeeping. All but her journal. He, <clears throat> all but her journal. He likes to thumb through it from time to time. He leaves, which gives Ronnie a chance to ask about Ivy. Henry says they may be wrong about her. Ronnie tells him to be careful. Sabine visits Jacinda at work, and she tells her the good news. Rent's gone up, but she has an idea to help. It's beignet time. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. All right. Um, takes us up to our uh, first act break. Do, does anyone have anything? Uh, um, 
uh, <laughs> uh, Monica, you had some some points about the uh, the yeah. fashion in Tiana's land. Um. So why is it that they look like they're 1800s or so, but everyone else in either enchanted forest or quasi enchanted forest land it is a couple of centuries earlier? Yeah, you're saying like medieval. I mean, is that just her her kingdom and their fashion? I'm guessing so. Yes, I mean that's that's how I would take it. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, if you go by earlier shows, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. If you, uh, to be honest with you, I hadn't even thought about that. Um, but yeah, you're right. Um, it's almost as if this is like that, uh, that, uh, what was it? Story of lost, um, right. land right, of lost right, stories the, where like, it was right. just a bunch of like mismatched, uh, um, excuse me. Yeah. It, <clears throat> even the other other kingdoms we've seen within Enchanted Forest Land, they still have kind of the same timeline in their fashion. Even Marius looks even Marius or even Tiana. Marius and Tiana, but their villagers looked like some like mm, uh right. New Orleans turn of the century. Um, Mostly the men. I can oh. understand what you're saying with the top hats and everything else. To be honest right, with you, right. um, with the original story, actually, um, it seemed like it was kind of set like in the twenties, kind of. Oh, I mean, really? It, right. Yeah. Which is, well, yeah, again, like jazz and everything else. From... But either way, I understand what you're saying. This is supposed to be more or less in the same land as we've seen Cinderella from, but yet, you know, it it. it Yes, visually, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I could definitely see where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I think they were more. I think they were kind of just trying to fit it in with this story that we know from, like, like Tony was just saying that this is from, you know, twenties uh, or even turn of the century. I mean, it was it, it was somewhere in, you know like the beginning the of jazz and everything. But I mean, it obviously wasn't twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred. Uh, you know, whatever, wherever right. it looks like Cinderella. And now, obviously, these are all storybook lands anyway, so that kind of exist outside of time, just kind of exist as to when they were written. Um, but in the past, that's kind of what separated the realms as to when they were written. Uh, you had, you right. had like the Cinderella type realm, Snow White type realm. These were all stories that were written in the you know, around that time. Then you had like Alice in Wonderland's realm, which looked to be around the, about the same type of realm that like the Frankenstein, you know, the, uh, all mm -hmm. of these realms took on the characteristics of the time they were written in. Mm -hmm. I think um, we're going to just call that the black and white realm, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the land without color. Yep, the land without color, yep. Mm -hmm. um, but, 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 I, but I totally understand where Monica's coming from, and it does raise it up, a very good point that I actually hadn't picked up on until she pointed out. Definitely. Um, I mean, it just kind of makes you think, like, at what time were, you know, did, did this take place? I mean, it's, to, me, to, me, to me, it just seemed like it was kind of like a... Um, Kind of, kind of a modern day take, I guess, like modern old day take, like you know, like you said with the top hats and and the um, you know, the way that everybody looked as how they dress. 
I think it's just something that they've kind of put to the wayside. You know, they're tr- not thinking about it as they as they go forward. You know, um, but like I said, Monica, it is actually a very good point that I hadn't even thought about. Um, Elizabeth, do you have anything to add about that? Or uh, not about that. It's just, it's separate. Um, so I was sitting over here thinking about how the whole she used to find a prince thing. It mm-hmm. doesn't. It doesn't, it's not sitting well with me. And and the reason for that mm-hmm. is kind of because um, this whole show, all seven seasons, have always it always felt like they were promoting strong women mm-hmm. who don't need a man. And even well, last wait, 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 wait. No, even fine. like mm-hmm. last season, I think it was or maybe two seasons ago, I don't remember what season. Um, when when uh, Henry was trying to convince Regina and, and Emma was trying to convince Regina that she was in the book. Mm-hmm. In the uh, author's book that he made, mm-hmm. the, the dark mm-hmm. book, um, mm-hmm. you know, Regina's like, my happy ending's not a man. And she was right. Love is important, of course, but mm-hmm. that's not necessarily the happy ending. And so when Tiana is looking for a prince to fix everything for her, I'm like, wait a minute. That's not, this is not how the show has been. I just mm-hmm. want to hear your thoughts on that, guys. Well, that's, I think it's touched upon later on in this episode when her, yeah. mother, when her mother gives her the talk and says, you know, I was wrong in thinking exactly what you were just speaking, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Um, you, know, uh, you know, I was forcing you to go out and find a man when, you know, you know I should have realized that, you know, you're enough. You're, you're, you took care of your father's legacy. Mm-hmm. And especially on how, sorry, but I think I'm, we're going to be doing this for the rest of this episode, but we're going to be comparing it to the movie. In the movie, it was the other way around, actually. I mean, it's coming to, you know, to um, to hopefully marry into some more riches. Mm-hmm. And, and to, you know, because that's, because in the movie, his parents had, quote unquote, cut him off. And so he, you know, married into another. Oh, so he was just, the um, one. He was the one that was hard, hard off as in, okay. Whereas T- yeah. um, Tiana is in this, uh, in this yeah. story. Okay, that, like, de- like definitely, they, they, like, de- like definitely, like in the movie, they made it seem like off of her character, saying, "Hey, she's tough. She's strong. She's fighting for what she wants, which was her restaurant." Right. In the movie, that was her goal to to have her own restaurant inspired by her father's recipes and you know, their cookings and things like that. And and their beignets. And their beignets. It's just that. Uh-huh. You know, oh, so that's course, from the movie as well? Yes, yeah. actually. Yes. That, it was a very important ingredient. So, I mean, like, I also wanted to say that too as well. I like how they imported something from the movie. So, I mean, just because it's, mm-hmm. this is once upon a time doesn't mean like once upon a time can just, you know, make up its own story. No, no. And I, I, uh, it's good that for fans of the movie of the story that they did bring on so many different uh, aspects of the movie, even, excuse me, one of my 12, even though they, um, even though they did uh, of course put the, uh, the once twist in there. So um, once again, I'm I'm glad all of that got touched upon. Uh, Monica, you seemed that, uh, okay, hold on. I have to pull this back up here. I had to, pull something else up uh you were asking about the girl went missing 10 years ago this month so you had oh, some questions yeah. about rogers um, the way hook put it uh, or rogers um about 10 years ago this month 
you know what month it was, but you're not so sure about the year. <laughs> it, and why are you playing like that? You know it was exactly ten years ago this month. Well, obviously, why are yeah, you yeah. even abouting this mess? And, um, <laughs> oh, don't you even? And, and, uh, <laughs> don't, don't start with that evil T word. The uh, <laughs> the one timeline. You know how Jacob is. You know what? I really think. I really think that they have really overused the term many years ago. Okay, how many many years are we talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's all it keeps saying anymore. Enough to fit it in. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just vague enough to where they can say like, well, it was you know, yeah, it's I'm yeah. I'm not even concerned with I'm not even concerned with that anymore. Um, but actually, on your last point here, Monica, I actually had the same thought on the second view through. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> Okay, so why is Rogers? Why does he have a gloved hand? Because uh, I believe, like Monica pointed out here, like he's literally like he grabs the journal with one from the box with his bad hand or with his good hand, whether, and then like hands it to the other hand and like walks out holding it with that hand. I'm like, well, wait a second. What is? I mean, does he have? I, but not, I, not just that. We actually see him caress the, the journal with that. Oh, like when he's uh, going through the... Hand. When they're I, going I, through I, the pictures later or what? No, when um, he picks it up um, and then he he's looking at it and just sort of this special moment of memory and just thinking about her and it's a really sweet touching moment Right. It's just that he's moving fingers that aren't supposed that to aren't be supposed fingers. to be right. Yeah, it's supposed to be like and, a prosthetic or whatever. At least that's what I was under right. the impression of. Exactly. It was, me too. Supposed to be prosthetic and definitely was supposed to stay like this. Not right. Well, I, I could see him having to, you know, keep right. it like that. But whatever. Mm -hmm. But you know, no, not, he, he it not, was very. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, oh, Monica, some very good points. Uh, Monica or uh, Elizabeth, did uh, did you have anything to add that we haven't touched upon uh, from no. this first set of scenes? No, I only viewed it once today. I viewed okay. it earlier today, oh. so I didn't see it a second time. So some of okay. it I'm a little like blurry about. As to when it took place and everything like yeah. that. I understand. I can't remember it all. Like I wasn't paying attention to his hand as well as Monica sees the little oh. details that I miss. No, and, and that's he, an like awesome I said, thing. I did watch yes. it twice, so I uh, I didn't catch it to the second time through either. But uh, but yes, Monica, you've been bringing up some very good points. You're very detail oriented, Monica, and that's amazing. Um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, on, on to the uh, I was about to watch it the second time, but yeah. Hey, that's I why the know. that's why the recap is so detailed, so you, so I can kind of refresh your mind uh, memory as we go along. Right. Yes. So Rogers returns to the precinct just in time to stop a scuffle. 
As the drunk is let off, uh, Rogers recognizes the tattoo from the girl's uh, journal. At Mr. Cluck's, Sabine tries to give uh, convince Jacinda that gambling with the rent money is a good idea. In the realms, Tiana looks for a soothsayer to help her find her prince and finds Dr. Facilier. Is that right? Is that a prince? Yes. There's an R. Uh, you know what? As long it kind of sounds like Facilier I think it's Priscilla. But he reads yeah. the bones and tells her that she will find her prince if he if she follows the Red Crow. In Seattle, Ival, Ivy brings Victoria the herbs she requested. She asks what they're for, and Victoria tells her that it's none of her concern. Ivy watches the camera as Belf Belfry scans her, uh, her finger to, the, to go to the secret tower. She calls Henry to tell him she may have some dirt on her mother. Um... So uh, quite a few things going on in that short little summary there. Uh, Monica, you had some concern about the doctor. Oh, yeah. Don't trust the voodoo doctor. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I watched the movie. This is a bad idea. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see why people think that, that a bougie doctor would be, you know, quite, you know, the correct answer. That's that one. All That's of my problems. He's a charlatan. Come on. Uh, yes, and speaking no, of charlatan. Beyond just being a, a bad guy because we, we watched the movie, mm -hmm. what he said in mm -hmm. that scene, I mean, that could have just been taken from the headlines of the local news. Mm -hmm. Right, right. I mean, however they get that from within their realm, mm -hmm. he didn't really no. say anything that was it was a total you know, it was a total knowledge it was a it was a cold read it was one of those things where it was like I have a feeling that there's yeah. some person in your life that begins with a J that isn't feeling good Really? Like, <laughs> it, it wasn't even. How do you know? Was, I wow. know exactly what's been going on in your life because it's the talk of the town. Well, yeah, Everyone yeah. Everyone knows what's going on. Yeah, life. yeah. It wasn't like right. she was just some person. Yeah, he knew exactly what was You're going right. on. As soon as she walked up into this village, she was crowded Everyone by villagers that looked yeah. like zombies. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know like from the plague. Right, princess, princess Tiana, help us, please. Like, yeah, I, I honestly do not know what was up with that, but whatever. Did anyone else um, get the, the um, Ursula Cave Cave vibe in that Ursula scene? Yeah. No, I wasn't. Do, no. Do you remember it in Little Mermaid when Ariel goes into Ursula's cave and there's uh -huh. all those little uh, former mer people yeah mm -hmm. that, that have been uh, cursed and they're just they're reaching up to ariel like thinking, no don't do it don't strike a deal with her mm -hmm. <laughs> and, so you're saying all these cages that facilier had around were all of these other people that he had made deals it, with it, it just it gave me that that feeling of that, that they were that they had been well, he even uh, when he came and rescued Tiana, he what he said to the villagers was something along the lines of, uh, "Be off with you unless you want to slither or hop away." Uh, so obviously, he, this isn't the first time he's supposedly turned people into reptiles or amphibians. Right. Mm -hmm. 
or at least really, had the reputation to. Mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. thought that, you know, the people that were in dire straits in that part of the kingdom and uh, and all the signs in his happily abode, you know, would have mm-hmm. tipped her off and say, hmm, this is a bad idea. <laughs> I don't think I should be here. If some guy starts throwing bones onto a table, I think that's the t- at least at that at least that would be the time that I'd be like, okay, and I'm out. Yeah. And the fact that he need those bones, or 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 the second that he puts a bowl down and they jump back out and put to the bowl, it's like okay. <laughs> On that note, all right, uh, Tony. Uh, magic. This is true. Uh, did did they have magic? I thought that, or was it just Regina and Emma couldn't use magic in this land? Um, I think. Oh well, yeah, because fairy does. She stole the wand from the fairies, so there had to be magic in this land. There's definitely magic in that land, but um, it just we don't see it used a lot, really. Yeah, not a lot. Like, what kind of um, what kind of enchanted forest is this? The non-enchanted forest. well, to the, be fair, the they've never called it. Magical. They've never called it the Enchanted Forest. They've called this just the realms. Mm-hmm. It, it makes no sense. Enchanted Forest Part Two. Right. So, <laughs> come up with some type of name. It's this, a sequel. It, it, um, like it, like it doesn't have to be called Enchanted Forest. It just has to be something magical. I don't know why that they haven't just said, you know, because if you remember season seven, episode one, um, Mist Haven. Uh, wait, no, oh, wait, no, 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 wait, season seven, season seven. My bad, I, I realized it after you said, yeah. <laughs> didn't, like, didn't they just say other realm or in the other realm? That's or, what I'm saying, yes, yeah. and yes, yes, they they never, they just called this the realm, yeah, yes, that's mm-hmm. that's why whenever I think, whenever I speak of it in the, in the notes, I just call it the realms, mm-hmm. because they've, like you said, they've never... You know, the four, you know, we had the Enchanted Forest. Later it was called like Mist Haven and mm-hmm. Rivendale and everything else were other parts of the Enchanted Forest. You know, or not, not, I said Riven. Um, that's, that's, uh, okay. I'm glad I'm that's Lord of you. the Rings. I meant, uh, wherever for, uh, Snow or, uh, for Elsa and whatever oh, from. Oh, Frozen Land. Um, Arendelle. Arendelle, yes. thank you. I knew it was something close to that, okay? I was like, where is he going with this? <laughs> Rivendell, but, but Riverdale, they, you know, uh, they, you know, Riverdale, that's where I went. We had an idea, like we had that's an idea of uh, where all these lands were, you know, exactly. whereas now it's just kind of a hodgepodge of, you know. You know, apparent, apparently Camelot is part, is part of... Um, is a part of um, Enchanted Forest. It seems like, if you remember, because they didn't, no, they didn't go right. that far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just right. went somewhere mm-hmm. deeper into the Enchanted Forest, or maybe right. And I think summer. even I think even Mulan's uh, kingdom yes. is a part of the Enchanted Forest. Yes. It's like yes. wait a minute, huh? <laughs> it's that version of Mulan. But at the very least, at least we know, mm-hmm. you know, these different places. That you know. Gives us an idea, names them. We don't have any idea of the different names of like Cinderella's kingdom, uh, Tiana's kingdom. You know, like all the you know that are we. All we know is it's just the realms. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah. and I and I think that makes that makes much more sense until they give them a name. 
we, we might as well call them the realms, the the common realms that are in the show. Right. It just you know, you know it, if when I say realms, we know we aren't talking about Seattle. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they give us a um, name, it's, it's going to be called uh, the realm. Did you have anything to add uh, for this section, uh, Tony? Um, for let me see here. And anything about the herbs or the soothsayer? Oh, none other than seeing cages and seeing bones being thrown on the table. Run. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Run. Uh, Elizabeth, did we miss anything? Run, Tiana. Run for the wind. <laughs> Run, Tiana, run. Run like the wind bullseye. Oh, wait. That's different. Short story now. We we ain't going there. Yet. Yet. Because I think they have touched on Pixar stuff before, so I wouldn't be surprised if they did. And they did this episode, too. No, that's not Pixar, though. If you're talking about what I think you're talking about. I don't think it is. Really? Is it DreamWorks? No, it's Disney. No. <laughs> it's Disney. Ooh, you're but, talking but, about. You're, I, we'll get to it. We'll get. Hold we'll on. get to okay. it. But, yeah, I, yeah. but I thought it was Pixar. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty sure it's not. I'm pretty sure it's not. I'm pretty I'm sure. Looking it, it up. Keep talking. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. All right. I could be wrong. I don't. You know. I'm. You know, I'm pretty sure. Anyway. Uh, <clears throat> moving on. Henry tells Ronnie that Ivy called with dirt on Belfry. Ronnie doesn't understand why he is falling for her. Literally especially when Jacinda is right there. Henry asks uh, her to back off. He runs to the bathroom and leaves his phone behind. Ivy texts him for a meetup, but Ronnie answers it before deleting them. It, it, it's kiss. <coughs> Excuse me. Across uh, town, it's kitchen montage as Sabine whips up her famous beignets. And thanks to social media, business is booming. Lucy comes by after ballet with some encouragement. Jacinda and Sabine dream of what could be a uh, farmer's market. No food truck In the realms. Tiana follows a red crow to a local tavern. She's confronted by a villager who's confront who's come to collect his own taxes. When a prince comes to her rescue, he requests, he requests her for dinner and he obliges or she obliges in the Heights. Victoria has got her hand on some of those beignets after just one taste. She knows what she must do. She makes a call to Raph or Ralph and tells him to wreck it. <laughs> All right. So, by the I way, it's, it's, uh, it's a that. Disney Animation Studios, by the way, Bobby. You missed it? I thought so. I mm -hmm. missed it. My boyfriend I, had to tell me about it. I laughed so I, I hard. I've seen that movie and I caught it. I, I, I laughed so I think hard. I, I think I was literally on the third, you know, like when I was doing these notes on the third watch through, when like, Cause like the first time I was like, who the who's Ralph? That's you know, what I had to think. Like, it was like, wait a minute. Why um, are they making it a point to point out to to like show Ralph on her thing? Because she never says the name. She just they just show the name yes, she on. She does. Oh, does she? Okay, well. I, yeah. Mm, yeah, she. Uh, she, uh, she was certain. like. She was like, hi, Ralph. Because um, we, it's not yeah. a person we've ever met, though, right? Not yet, but there well, in this episode and that we know of. That's true. That's true. That's true. Because they, we know, we don't see the guy in the in the restaurant or anything. But anyway, yeah, like right. I, it was like the third ep third walk through before like I realized Ralph Reckett. Oh, uh -huh. okay. <laughs> I laughed so hard. I was like, wait a minute, pause. Yeah. No, you didn't. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, and usually, usually, like, I kind of got to do, like, an eye roll and, like, geez, you know, are you serious? But, like, I've got to say that, like, yeah, uh, that one was pretty good. That, hey, that was pretty good. Hey, Rob, uh, do you know that place where the uh, thing is being sold? Yeah, you know? wreck it. I need you to wreck it. Wreck like, it. yeah. Uh, yeah, that was yeah. <laughs> that was that was like so on the nose there. I know, but but and usually I hate the on the nose things, but like that was like on the nose and it was so on the nose it's still It was in an unexpected way. Very yeah, unexpected. It was way. so on the nose that it took it took a second for it to actually like process what mm -hmm. they were doing. Um I really want to know though, sorry to cut you off again, but I really no, fine. I would love to know. If um, well, you know what? No, actually, I'll save that. Okay. Because I hope there's a point to point out who Ralph is. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. Unfortunately, uh, I I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Unfortunately, I think it's one of those things. It's just kind of be a throwaway thing. Um, I just really but, hope that you know what he what he you know um signifies um that's you know a certain mark. Okay. You know what I mean is important. Hmm. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's actually one of the drones, you know. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're fine. Um, okay, the other kind of jokish thing that I kind of uh, had to laugh at myself upon a second viewing here was when the Prince Marius or whatever was like, call me Robert. Uh, I mean, that he, Robert, Ribbit, I mean, that couldn't have been a mistake, right? Yeah. Any, any, like anything else. That. You know, at first when they introduced him, I really thought that they were going to sit there and not actually cast the right type of person for but Prince I'm, Naveen. Am I wrong though? Is, I mean, does no. or am I? Am I? Is that reaching? Is that reaching? Do you think that they? I think they're reaching. I mean, you think when they said "Call me Robert," it was like uh, "Ribbit Robert." <laughs> I don't know. I think, I, I, kinda, I, think, I think that's totally a joke. A that little, the but not really. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, when he comes up to save her, that whole scene, I'm thinking, don't trust him. Because it's too, like, again, on the nose. Too convenient, yeah. It's too convenient that Dr. Facilio was like, go to this place. Like, the prince will be there. And then there he is. I'm like, oh, that's a setup. I knew from the beginning. Sorry. That's just the same thing yeah. as... as um, like if we like if we want to go back to similar um, scenarios, that's just the same thing uh, when um, Anna met Hans. You know, hey, I was looking right. for somebody cool too. You two, let's get married, okay? Right. Yeah, let's let's trust the new guy. Right. By a, by a love is an open door song later, we're engaged. But huh? No, don't trust. Uh, don't trust the new guy. I tell you <laughs> uh, Monica, you had some questions about uh, Facilier's uh, prophecy, I guess is what it is. I don't know. About his oh, uh, um, red crow and whatnot. Yeah. Okay, so when Tiana goes to Facilier, it's daylight, and he says, follow the red crow. Right. And then the next time we see her, it's dark. Says there's no such thing as a red crow. Right. It's like a snipe like, Took you long enough. I think, 
How sheltered are you? Sorry. And, and, and like, then, of course, uh, she, she finds the, the, the bar. Right. But, and, like, yeah, did any either of Tavern. <laughs> a tavern, yeah. Did either of those Same pros thing. look red to you guys or no? The, I mean, no. Those were right, black yeah, crows. I, yeah, I didn't see any, yeah, I didn't see any red crows at all. But yeah, for yeah, like for, like 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 for a second, I was thinking that we were going to meet this realm's version of wait for it, Iago. Red, oh, uh, you know, red bird. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I, thought, I thought we were going back because that, nice. like, that was the first thing. Or, or could have just been. Or it could have just been literally Gilbert Gottfried, like in the tavern, like, hello! Oh, yeah, Gilbert. Oh, my God. <laughs> it didn't make much more sense when the tavern's name came up. Crimson, Crimson Crow. Yeah. <laughs> um, you had. But uh, Iago uh, was a parrot. Awesome. No, but yeah, it was, a, but red, but it was a prominently yeah. red bird, though. I, I, right. it, I understood what Tony was going for. Yeah. Um, you had some other questions about uh, uh, Ivy and the beignets. Oh, um, so w when um, Lucy came in and she just plops it down there. Okay. Mm -hmm. Where's the ink pad? I thought the same thing on the second, again, the second viewing. Oh. She just, she just grabs this ink pad from her backpack and just stamps the thing. And it's like, uh, her backpack must be Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Have, like, how much ink is on the inside of her backpack? Yeah. How now? do you How do you have ink on that already? The shit has just been like a puddle of ink when she picked up the backpack, just like sitting underneath her backpack. <laughs> hey, guys, hey, hey guys, guess what? What's up? It's called TV. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Something that makes too much sense to happen. Is definitely a TV plot hole. Um, you know this ink uh, thing automatically works. But TV. but then Monica, you also had a question about uh, I guess where uh, Belfry got the beignets from. Oh, uh, who went and fetched them? I mean, because it's not going to be Ivy. Mm -hmm. I would not guess it like that. I'm guessing and it was Ralph. That woman's not going to do it herself. I picked up some beignets on his way out the door. Yeah, but I think it, I think Ralph brought him to her. But uh, okay, that may that may that like that may be the case. But how? Because it seems it seems like when she first called Ralph, it's the first time. If it, it feels like it's the first time her contacting him. You know but what I'm saying? She hey. also says, you, "Do you know that place that's selling beignets?" Uh, be the, yes, thank yes. you, thank you. But that, and, that and, means that he wouldn't have been able to do it then. Yeah, but like he knew where the beignet shop was, and this was like a pop up that, like you know, was supposed to be like some like like how would you even know where this place was at unless you had been there? Mm. I don't um, know. Town, town, um, convenience convenience of TV or or uh, a town's um, where do they uh, advertise on local cable yeah that or hey again TV explanation no I hear you <laughs> that's because what I, I was going for just it could, the plot along 
but could, I did. It could be TV. Yeah, I did. I did question it at first, but then it was kind of like, uh, what's the point? It's it's either that or or when she thought about it, she probably you know before before she told Jacinda about it, she, you know uh, Sabine was probably out you know already putting posters and saying so. When I bring this up to uh, Jacinda, she's not going to have any other choice but to say yes because I already made posters. Maybe I mean she had enough time to do it. Think about it. She was in the office. Gave beignets to to, to uh, Lucy because I think that's actually how she came about them. She gave beignets to Lucy. Lucy sat them down. But the bag Victoria had stamp on it yet. Firefly. Yeah. On it. And when and when Sabine brought that bag to Lucy in the beginning of the episode, she hadn't created that stamp yet. Right. Hey, I'm just trying to make sense of how in the world she got the beignets. And it, like, it, she has them. Let's move on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tony, uh, Elizabeth, did you have anything to add? Either one? Nope. Um, let me see. There was one point um, about, let me see here. I think it was, crap, uh, I forgot to ask you what to say. Crap, crap, crap. Hold on. Just give me one second. And. Ah, I forgot. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, I hate when that happens because it was a very good question, too. Well, if it, if it comes up in the course of conversation, feel free to, you know, if you remember it, feel free to, uh, yeah. to pop in with it. it uh, I definitely will. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, where were we at? at the precinct, Rogers has some questions for the bloke with the tattoo. He says it's from a previous stay in prison. It's supposed to ward off evil. He warns Rogers to be careful with such powerful ruins. Uh, the line continues to grow at Mr. Clucks. As they celebrate their future prosperity, they smell smoke. And where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> I said it's going to yell like that. <laughs> that sounds like a... Um... Uh, a blonde, uh, a blah way of saying fire. Um, you ain't want to get out. <laughs> Tiana, <laughs> Tiana enjoys an evening with the prince. He seems pretty interested in her father's ruby. He sees himself off when she notices her uh, the ruby is missing. She asks why a prince would have to steal. He confesses that he is no prince. Facilier uh, kidnapped his true love, and now he's a man and she's a frog. If he brought Facilier the ruby, he would set his love free so they could be together. And he asked for her help, her help but she, uh, she orders him to leave. Later, Tiana uh, talks to her mother about how naive she's been. Her mother confesses that she has kept her sheltered from the real world. But seeing her take action has made her realize that that was a mistake. She sent her in search of a hero to fulfill her father's legacy when she should have helped her to find it within herself. As firemen stand outside what is left of Mr. Clucks, Jacinda confronts Sabine. Uh, she tells Jacinda that this is just a mild setback. Uh, Jacinda tells her it's time to face reality. Sabine gives her the money from the beignets and says she'll move out. Um, okay. So, uh, Monica, we'll go ahead and start with you. Um, uh, oh, good. Uh, um, so, so, so you have a theory as to just who Ralph might be. 
I'm wondering if it's that redheaded guy. But uh, on my, my second watch through, um, or I he, think... um, he got released from the police in time After, to do right. the, the arson. I, I don't know if the no, now that you that mentioned it, I think he would have been uh, in jail so when it happened. Might not, mm -hmm. um, might not have been able. Right, right. But, but, so, but I mean, but obviously, um, obviously, uh, you know, there's something behind whatever's going on with him. Right, um, right, yeah. Uh, you also had another very good point about uh, the fire in the restaurant. Oh, you're a restaurant. Not only are you a restaurant, you have deep fryers. Why do you not have fire extinguishers? Very Come on. <laughs> or, or I even, know her using. What, what, did, what did she use to try to pull up that fire? It was like, oh, she was not right. ready to fire. He was literally fanning the fire. Yeah. Was like, Honestly, TV, okay, TV is at fault once again. I think TV was really at fault with this episode that night. You and guys. then <laughs> the alarm, uh, that should have set off some sort of sprinkler system. Yes, exactly. Before any eternal damage. In yeah. fact, the fire itself should have set off the sprinkler system because that's how it works. When it gets to a certain like heat, then the sprinkler systems just pop open. There's like a little... Like uh, the way those sprinkler systems work is there's like a little gauge in there that like moves up and down depending on the temperature. And if it gets to say 200 degrees, which a room is never going to get to, then, you know, unless there's a fire going on, then, right. then they open and they, the water just shoots out of them. Mm -hmm. You would think that this restaurant was up to code for that. But yeah, apparently it wasn't. Really yeah. I so think really, uh, Mr. Cluck is Mr. I think Lucky cut uh, the fire uh, fire extinguisher stuff for the alarm for the uh, insurance money. Like he knew something like this was going to happen eventually. He's, he's like, he's like, screw this! I need the money. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm going to go off to a uh, uh, manager's meeting, and something's going to happen. <laughs> He's he, he's in on it with uh with Victoria. Uh -huh. <laughs> Gotta be. Gotta be. Oh, um, man. But yes, all very good points, Monica. You are definitely on the ball this episode. Um uh you actually Thank did uh, again, uh had another point here with about Jacinda. Um mm. you know. Go ahead. Yeah, um, so the the fire g goes off, mm -hmm. and then Jacinda just runs off and grabs Lucy and then comes back? Yeah. I mean, I, I know it, it was because Lucy had to be there for the, the fight. in the story. For the, the plot reasons. Right. But it just it didn't make sense. No, I, I totally agree. I, I totally agree. I didn't think about that. Funny, add that up. Yeah. Like, and, and then how far away, like, it was almost as if Jacinda was like, where's Lucy? She's got to see this. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> She's got to see me fight with my friend, a.k.a. her aunt, her play aunt. Instead of just so. being... Instead of just being happy that she wasn't there at the fire, it was like, no, she's got to see all of this go down. Yeah, right. yeah. 
once again, like you said, like she had to be there plot wise, but really, if you think about it, it makes like absolutely no sense whatsoever. Mom, Sabine, don't do this. <laughs> where are you uh, gonna go? <laughs> like, like I said, where did Lucy like Lucy was like supposedly Lucy was with her grandmother at that point, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, suppose yeah. Well, you know how she yeah. surrounds and sneaks out. Yeah, you know, yeah. Don't even get me started with just how like loosely they just let like what seems to be like a nine, ten year old girl just like run around and do like whatever she wants, wherever she wants, and like not it be. It, I would almost give it uh, clearance if this was like a small town like Storybrooke, but we're talking about like a sub a suburb of Seattle. Um, so yeah, that that's. Yeah, but the way she's just like her it doesn't care at all anyway. It, it it really doesn't seem like because if she did care, she would not let you know. She 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 would be well aware of what Lucy will you know would be doing out of you know the apartment towers or complex or whatever they want to call it. You know? No, I totally understand. Yeah, I once again this is so far this season that was that's one of the the. A uh, handful of things that I've kind of had to make myself forget as I watch the episodes because it's like every time, like she just comes and goes as she pleases. Sometimes she's being cared for, sometimes she's not. Um, I, I, it just well, that it, was Henry, wasn't that like she's she in she a way she she is too. just like her father. She that's true. Like that's her true. She is her but, father's daughter. Her father's daughter. But to me, it just yes. seems a bit more pronounced with with her. Well, no, I mean, you think about it. They have different like similarities. I said, like, they have many similarities. Oh no, very Henry, many. Henry goes down into an old mine shaft. Don't care. There's danger. I want to see if there's something down there. His daughter goes <laughs> down a well pit. I don't care. I'm trying to prove a point. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm seeming to appear everywhere the plot is going, so I'll be actually in the show instead of in the beginning of the show and at the end of the show. You know, I'm I'm important. I'm a plot. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> I, like I said, uh, with Henry, maybe I just gave it clearance because it was such a small town, mm-hmm. um, so there wasn't. But with uh, I, I don't know. I, um, yeah, it, it does feel like more of a an issue when you know it's it's a bigger place with more danger uh, mm-hmm. you just uh, mm-hmm. equate small towns to safety and isn't that oh no and they've made a point to show that as well you know um, when, 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 when like when we actually think about it on how on how they say in the uh, recap of um season one um like season one to two or i think when there were mainly really heavy storybook stories, mm-hmm. when they said in a little town called Maine, you do realize they do nothing but show the strip and Regina's house throughout right. the whole season. Mm-hmm. The strip, like like the uh, storybook strip, the, uh, the the premier strip that we know, and Regina's house. So, right. how small is this city? How small is Hyperion Heights? Because it just seems like they're mirroring the same thing. Well, as far as how small Hyperion Heights was, like I didn't even realize until one of the exterior shots in this episode, they like showed an exterior shot of like Ronnie's. So like you saw like the sign for Ronnie's bar and then like just beyond the sign for Ronnie's bar was the precinct. Uh So like they're literally Mm -hmm. like 
you know, they're right across walking, the street. Yeah, from right. each other. Yeah, Brandon's bar down the street. On yeah, the left. from the precinct. Exactly. Precinct. Yeah, yeah. Off, off to the right, and then yeah. off to the right of the precinct. It makes you wonder, oh, like, it must be like just behind Tower is uh, Belfry Developments, and exactly. then just, and then just to the right is the tower they're building. And then you got more off to the right of, um, <laughs> of the precinct, the, the troll bridge. Right. No, but yeah, yeah. It, it's all within like a three block radius. <laughs> and, mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so when they say in a little town called Storybrook or in a little town called Hyperion Heights, yeah. It's it more or less the yeah, same. Yeah, it really thing, feels but... like a tiny borough. Exactly. Yes, borough. Borough is actually a very good word for it, Monica. Actually, yes, very good word. Uh, did you have, uh, Tony, did you, uh, say what you wanted to add about the, uh, tat guy? Yeah. So the tat guy, I, I, I don't know if we had already said it or admitted it, but Ralph is the tat guy. Okay. So you see, we, we said that earlier, we kind of feel like there's a little bit of, uh, um, uh, uh, fluctuation there with the timeline of when he would have been in jail and when the restaurant would have been wrecked. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. see, the thing is, is that um, when she was on the phone with him, um, with uh, Ralph, Ralph. Uh, they show you know af uh, after it, you know he got out of the precinct and everything, we see that it's the same guy. He has the tag, and the thing that makes me want to print this out is. Um, could could Ralph be quote unquote a part? You know, like hench, like um, uh, Belfry's henchman of I could, you know well, uh -huh. eyes because it kind of makes you wonder. Like, if Snow could have the dwarfs, mm -hmm. why can't Belfry have you know a couple of henchmen herself under that same insignia? Because I, we have we haven't seen the insignia, you know. I have since, a feeling. I have a feeling that uh, that if if he's going to be working for anyone, it'll be Ivy rather than or Drizella or whatever, rather than uh, rather than uh, Victoria, um, because I think you know I think that when we see him answer that phone and tell her you know. Uh, you know, or you know what he says later on in the episode. Um, I, I, you know, I feel like we're supposed to be under the impression that he's calling Belfry, mm -hmm. but um, you know. But do you think it's Ivy instead? Or may, not even necessarily Ivy. Maybe even a person that we haven't even met yet, mm -hmm. uh, um, because this could just have to do with with. Uh, the disappearance of you know with uh which we'll probably find out very shortly because like next week we have uh what's the name of the episode um i haven't even seen the promo for next week uh, i haven't seen it either me either wake up call wake up call the next yeah. episode is called wake oh up call. that's uh -huh. going to be interesting and it's going to be uh pretty much dealing with the aftermath of uh of Ronnie finding that photograph that we'll speak, you know, talk about here in a second. That um, photograph. Yeah. Um, I have one more. I have, I have one more thing, and it's 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 just much more of a I like kind of point. So go ahead. Just quickly, I like how basically um, you 
you like you notice that when a character has a mother in their life uh, on, on this show, it kind of goes in two ways. Either the mother is loving or the mother is manipulative. I'm glad that Tiana's mother, you know, owned up to her mistakes because mostly sometimes the mother characters in, in these shows either say what they're like say what they're gonna say and it's either good or bad. You know, and you it got, did seem that in her way she did seem a bit manipulative, I guess. Because her, she told know, her, yeah, uh, exactly. uh, you know, I've told you only about your father's successes, you know, mm -hmm. almost implying that I'd never told you about, you know, his mm -hmm. failures. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I liked how she owned up to her mistake because then you have people like Cora, which basically manipulated um, Regina basically all her life saying love is, mm -hmm. weakness, love is this, love is that. At least Tiana's mom came in behind and say, hey. I apologize, you know, I should have told you more than about your father's successes and not, um, you know, not, I'm sorry, more about his attempts and failures than, than just his right. successes. Right. And then also about finding a prince, you know. Right. It, it made, it made uh, uh, Tiana have to like search for something unreachable. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Her mother really felt like a, a multifaceted, fallible, three-dimensional person. Right, and exactly. even in only the it's 20 minutes of airtime. In the 20 minutes yeah, of airtime. Especially given how little airtime she got. Right, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I think, and, and so, yeah, uh, you know, guest and, appearance by Robin Givens. But, yeah, I thought that she did very well with the character. I thought that the character was written well. And and um, was able to touch upon some of the things that Elizabeth brought brought forth uh, in the beginning of the mm -hmm. episode that uh, you know this episode or the show really is about strong female yeah. characters um, you know not necessarily having to find their true prince. And yeah, yeah, and that did irritate me when she went off on that. I'm like, no, that's not. What this no, is this is not it's supposed to be about. You know, okay, you made up for it. Definitely, I really, I, I really liked how it didn't take mm -hmm. a couple seasons if she was that important to be, you know, and and that long of a um of, of appearances. You know, I'm glad that it only took one episode to clear that air, saying, hey. I'm sorry. Let's let's clear the air. Let's do this, you know. Instead of a couple of seasons where it took Cora, what, two three seasons just to tell her that hey, you would have been enough. I love you. I, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. Love is strength. Is this? But you know? but sometimes you have to build to that, and I think that's what Monica was touching on. That like, you know, they did a good job of not necessarily having to build to that. They showed the character arc and the character development in this character, you know, even in the short amount of time that they had to do so. Definitely. I'm surprised that her mother isn't in Hyperion Heights. Well, we don't know that yet. yet. Right. That's yeah. what I was just going to say. Yeah. We don't know that yet. Yeah. It kind of makes you think, either is she gone? Well, not only that, but that. No, um, no, because she was going to go to her mother's when she was leaving Jacinda's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but who but knows? It's so just like that that's, yeah, do we or do we even know that that's her mother? You know that mother. True. Uh -huh. True. Uh, we don't know it's the same person. Right. 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 It, it just has to make you think that is she even going to be that important to even be shown? 
Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it is, you know, to, to put such a prominent actor in that role, it does make me feel like I wouldn't be surprised if she, if she happened to pop up again, yeah. but um, let's move yeah. on with the rest of the episode. Ivy Gussie's up for Henry when Ronnie shows up. She wants to, uh, uh, Ivy is gussing up for Henry when Ronnie shows up. She wants to, uh, I lost my place here. Sorry, guys. Let me okay. start from square one. Ivy's gussing up for Henry when Ronnie shows up. She wants to know what Ivy is up to. She's just trying to stand. She says she's just trying to stand up to her mother. Ronnie tells her to prove it. They trek up to the tower, but Witchy Poo is nowhere to be found. Just, <laughs> just, when the, just when, no, you're fine. You're fine. Just when the trip seems like a total loss, uh, Ronnie notices something sticking out of a control panel across town. Sabine picks up Lucy, uh, picks packs up as Lucy begs her to stay. She tells Lucy that some fights just can't be won in the realms. Tiana returns to facilitate to rescue Robert's true love. He tells her he just needed the Ruby to free himself and goes about doing so in return. She can leave with her life. She refuses and he retaliates with a voodoo doll. She gets the jump on him and he uses the ruby to vanish just before making an ominous threat. In Seattle, Jacinda finds Sabine to tell her Lucy has convinced her that she was wrong. She used the money to buy a food truck with a little help from Rogers and together they can make this happen. I, I Okay, at this point, I'm almost positive that there's going to be a shipping thing for like Tiana and Jacinda. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. I mean, you had if, like, <laughs> if they're not just close friends, you know, very close friends, like, yeah, you know, but it's supposed to be Henry and just, I know, but so many is. people, so many people yeah. from the beginning have already been talking about how there's no chemistry whatsoever between Henry yeah. and Jacinda as far yeah. as the actors go. And so just knowing this show and knowing it's fandom and knowing it's, you know, shipping wars and everything. Mm. I just have, I, I, I am, I am surprised that I haven't already been, you know, flooded with like, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jacinda, Tiana, I don't know what their shipping name would be. Jacinda, uh, Gianna, I don't Gianna. know. Jayana, <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I, I just, I, I'm it, telling you, it's it's out there. I know it I is. I really Cinderella, right? Or Cinderella, <laughs> or I don't know. Oh yeah, I guess to, to be honest be, with you, like, to be honest wow. with you, I really hope that in the end, yes, if these two are supposed to be married in in the past, you know, and and their quote unquote enchanted forest, if they're supposed to be together. You know, I really hope that their chemistry, you know. Mm. Gets, now you're talking. Better. Are you talking about Henry and Jacinda, or yeah, Henry and I Jacinda? So yes, I really hope that Henry and Jacinda's chem on-screen chemistry gets better because it, it just seems like you know the reason probably why their chemistry doesn't work on screen yet is because they're like two souls, you know, finding out about each other and they're getting to know each other yeah maybe that's, that's the, the actors well, playing it that way yeah and going back to season one snow and charming 
didn't really feel like a couple. No, not at all. At first. Mm-hmm. You know, it and was maybe we're in that stage of this relationship. I really yeah. hope so. We'll see. I like let me let me be clear. It's not something I think the writers are going for as far as uh Jacinda and Sabine are concerned. I yeah. just I was just making note of, you know, more than likely that that fan that uh branch of the fandom being out there. Oh, they're gonna like I think they're doing more than just them two as well. I can Henry and Ivy. I can see that that's another one. That's another one. Like Hi, Ivy, <laughs> and yeah, I don't know. I think, no, that would, I think that's a very good name. That's a very good name, Ivy. Ivy. I would not like. Not I don't Hy-Vee. know. A lot of people are hoping that happens. Um, really? And I, I hadn't even yeah. seen that. No, I, okay. I've seen that in a in a couple of posts somewhere. Um, and I really hope and pray that that does Well, happen. especially after tonight, I really hope that that uh, is nipped in the bud. Um, uh, Monica, uh, we've kind of been going off a little bit here, but you had a point to make about uh, Facilier to Dr. Voodoo. Oh, oh uh, the, the knife. Uh, when he, he stabbed the, the Voodoo doll and... Um, and she knocked over the table. On, uh, knocked over the table. He seemingly rather deliberately shoved that knife under some straw, or I mean, uh, under something. That whole sequence, I thought that knife, that that little tiny two-inch knife. I watched that sequence like three or four times to try to watch exactly what was going on there like how she was able to do what she did and what that meant, like why he didn't just grab the knife and start hitting the doll again, like all of that. Mm -hmm. I didn't quite understand exactly why that scene played out the way it did, but I just kind of eventually chalked it up to like, as we've mentioned before earlier in this uh, discussion of just, you know, you know, that this is where the story had to go. So it just went there. Yeah. I mean, Again, maybe with a we'll movie, find out next episode. I hope True. so too. <laughs> Again, but with but with a movie comparison, uh, Doctor Facilia was actually um, hoping that um, uh, uh, the the um, the guy the guy's daughter would marry, you know, um, Naveen's um, you know right hand man, you know, and he actually had um, a voodoo doll. Of 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 the father and was going mm-hmm. to prank him. That, so there was a comparison to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I guess here's a question. Um, you know, uh, one, do you think we'll see Facilier again? I hope um, so. Oh yes. Yeah. Because he escaped. You know, right. Right. It's, yeah, it's exactly. Not, it's not, it's not um, like he went to the other side and just. And there. Uh, how did he compare just the character himself to the animated tale? Mm. To me, it seemed like it was spot on. I mean, you know, he had the same gestures. He was just as creepy and <laughs> and Do you magical. Think the actor did a good job uh, portraying him. Oh, definitely, definitely, I would say so. I, out of out of five, I'd, I'd give him a four point five. <laughs> okay, I think Monica, it could have been creepier, like but yeah, okay, could have been, yeah. 
again, you know, I'm 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 going off nothing more than like the trailer. I think I may have seen the trailer years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Elizabeth, did you uh, have anything to add before we moved on? Uh, no, sorry, I'm kind of quiet this evening. Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I just wanted to make sure. I want to make sure that you feel that your uh, input is added. Uh, Thank you. So, I don't know how we input this episode. I don't know why. Weren't you? Uh, were you a fan of the movie or no? Um. Yeah, it's a good movie, but I've only seen it like a handful of times, so I haven't. Okay, so I don't know by heart like I would Beauty and the Beast. That's exactly where I was going to go with this. Is this was no like Beauty and the Beast for you? It's a good movie. Don't get me wrong. It's just not. It's just not one I own. I don't own it. It's one princess movie I don't own that I need to own. I do definitely, and it's a very good movie. It definitely deserves a sequel, <laughs> in my opinion. I mean, the like, movie came out in two thousand nine. How <laughs> the the, uh, the only way I could get it streaming? So I've only seen it once last weekend. Mm-hmm. So it was still really fresh on my mind when I, I saw this episode. Okay. After the first watch, I actually watched it again. Oh, wow. So good. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, I, I don't blame you. Yeah. I guess I will have to watch it then. Yes. So, Tiana finds uh, Robert. It's to a tearjerker. As most Disney movies are. Most Disney movies are. True. So, so Tiana finds Robert to reunite him with his true love. She asks him for their help in starting. Uh, hold on. My thing is like, Uh-oh. my thing kind of froze up for a second. Let me just, there we go. All right. Start over square one for a second there. Sorry, guys. Take two. Oh, wait, we're live. Tiana finds Robert to reunite him with his true love. She asked for their help in starting her resistance. Uh, he would love. He would love to if he could. He kisses his true love and transforms back into a frog as they swim away together happily ever after. In the heights, Sabine brings Roger some bing... I cannot say this word, beignets, to thank him for the help. Uh, he tells her the fire was deliberate, but no evidence as to who said it. But he has a pretty good guess. Outside, the bloke from earlier makes a mysterious call to tell someone that someone's looking for the girl. At Ronnie's, she confesses to Henry that she answered his phone and met with Ivy. Oh, we might be able to trust her, but that's not important. She so she shows him a picture she found in the tower. She has no memory of the picture and has no idea who the kid is. Henry tells her it's him. Ivy goes dun, up. Dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Ivy goes up to the tower uh, alone. She finds it seemingly empty when she's startled by the witch, which is odd because apparently she's the one who asked her to hide. It seems as though the two have been working together the whole time. They've even fooled Victoria. The witch tells Ivy all is going according to plan. She reminds the witch that it's not Ivy. Call her. Call me Drizilla. So I want to know how many people are awake. Right? <laughs> how many people oh, are well, awake? Officially, just one. No, it's it's, uh, it's Victoria. It's Victoria and Rumple. Yeah. Rumple's now awake, and Drizella. So that's three people. Yeah. But my comment, uh-huh. my comment is that this is where I'm awake now. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, 
Okay, so like, okay, in the first, very first curse and all the curses leading up to this one, basically it's usually one person that's awake and that's usually the person that casts it. Not always, right. but casts one curse and, and then he got, he was, you know, he forgot he cast it. But usually it's the person who casts the curse that's awake or something like that. Mm -hmm. So now we have two people awake. Rumpel doesn't mm -hmm. count in this because he obviously didn't cast the curse because he was asleep. Now he's awake. So that he doesn't count. So one of them, or maybe there's another person that's awake. It's like they never have this many people awake. So it's like, oh, this is a new twist. Yeah, yeah this is a bit different. I mean, this is once with a once twist. Like um, once with a once twist. <laughs> I like how it's, you know, it's not taking them a long time to wake up. You know, yes. that's dragging. I don't, I mean, if that's one thing that I did not absolutely not like about season one, and there's only so many so so little number of things that I did not like was overall it was great, but um, is that the fact that it's not taking anybody long to wake up? And here we are, only in episode five. Well, three like people I, are woken up. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, the next episode is called Wake Up Call. Boom. <laughs> so you know, we, yeah. which is going to be dealing with the ramifications of this picture. Um, mm -hmm. So I think at the very least, um, like I said, from just what I saw of the, of the coming, you know, the, uh, the promo for next week, it looks like at the very least Regina is going to start, you know, um, having an inkling as to what's going on. Um, like I think in the promo, literally what Henry says to Regina or to Ronnie is that's my mom and you're and she's the evil queen I guess referring to his book that he wrote but that's what that's how he describes the picture to Ronnie Wait, I really hope yes uh huh yeah I gotta I, watch that I yeah and then it talks yeah. about something about like the how do how how do you uh, react when you are the most evil person ever to have ever lived. Say that again because it froze. You froze. It says yeah. it, it says something. It, the promo goes on to say something along the lines of, "How do you react when you find out that you're the uh, you may be the most evil person to have ever lived?" Damn. And they, you know, and it shows like a bunch oh, of, you know, you know like Regina doing evil things. You know what I'm saying? Killing a village. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Don't even get me started. Exactly. Um, but yeah. So yeah, the, you know, we, we, it looks like at the very least Regina may be having a wake up call, if not Henry. Um, and then the, ep <clears throat> excuse me. And then the episode after that is called uh, Eloise Garden. Which which is the well, name? Well, there's only going to be ten episodes this half before of the, the hiatus. Yes, before there's that. only ten episodes, so we're halfway through already. Uh, yes, through the I mean, first part, right? Like it's going so fast. The first, the next episode is going to be called uh, what I just said. Um, wake, wake up, up call. call, and then the episode after that is Eloise Garden. Um, and I believe the tenth episode is called Witches. Which will probably be mm. where we start to learn what's going on with this witch before we. I think that more than likely we'll find out that the witch is really the one who's in control of everything, even though she's being locked up in this tower. 
So we saw at the end of this thing where Ivy's <clears throat> Ivy's like, like, oh, Victoria thinks she's in power, but really I'm in control. But then the witch is thinking to herself, no, no, no. Then they are in control. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm like eight steps ahead of all y'all. You don't even understand, you know, I'm locked mm -hmm. up in this tower. Uh, you know, it, it, yeah. So I, I think that's where it's going to go. I think that come the hiatus that we'll learn that like, um, you know, Victoria. I have, a, I have a question for you though, Bobby. I have go a ahead. question for you. So uh -huh. my thing is, is that if let's just say, hypothetically speaking, that she's the creator of this curse, the witch. Yeah. Okay. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. So let's just say if she is in, in this curse, why do why do the big villains have to feel like they have to put their you know put themselves in like the worst position in a curse? To be I like, think, you know, I'm okay. I'm eight steps ahead of everyone, even though I'm I've basically told the curse to tie myself up in the lowest, you know, stature. So don't nobody well, see or recognize. As far as this one is concerned, I mm. would say that more than likely this is just me. More than likely, Drizella came to this witch mm -hmm. to uh, you know to help her prove to her mother her worth. Um, you see that little twinge in in Ivy slash Drizilla at the end when the witch is like, she may not see your worth, but I do. And then mm -hmm. Drizilla almost like smiles for a second and then yeah. kind of just shrugs, shrugs it off and, and, you know, goes on with what she's saying. Mm -hmm. So um, I think that more than likely Drizella came to the witch for help in enacting whatever, you know, um, what the curse was supposed to do or why she did it. Uh, that's kind of still up in the air for me, but I feel mm -hmm. like Ivy or Drizella, or Drizella was the one that more than likely was the one who cast the curse, or or at least was the one who who was looking to cast the curse and found the witch to cast the curse, and then the witch seeing the um, uh, opportunity, uh, you know, like took it took you know like okay, I'll cast your curse. But you don't know that, you know, I'm doing this for me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So she had to hide behind eight layers of, you know, locked in a mm -hmm. tower, you know. Yeah. Just even like Ivy says at the end, you know, uh, continue playing the charade to the end. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, like, I, there was just so like many. Definitely. Like, I, I, I mean, there, there, there's just still so many, you know, um, holes to, to steal and stories to be told before we even know or come close to knowing who casted this curse. Because still, we can mm -hmm. say it may be the witch, it may be Ivy, or sorry, Drizella. Um, or oh, it's maybe, all speculation. Yeah, always speculation. Um, or or mm -hmm. we can, or, or it could be a person that hasn't been casted yet. Yeah, you, you, we very well, we very well may not have met the person who 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 is responsible for this curse. And if so, it is too early. <laughs> it and, is and too early and too on the, easy. Uh, on the the Ivy Witch dynamic, mm -hmm. um, clearly Ivy Giselle, whatever you want to call her, she respects the witch. Mm -hmm. Because of what you said, Bobby, when uh, the witch says, oh, she doesn't, uh, 
She might not see you as a good girl, but I do. And that smile, that to me at least, that that was a a, a yes. Someone finally sees my worth. Right, and unfortunately, yeah. more than likely, that's just the witch a, a playing her. Desperate, um, internal monologue in just that tiny smile. Exactly, and, and, and I, she she quickly cover tried to cover. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, there. Unfortunately, I feel like the witch is just pushing her buttons. Mm -hmm. It's not anything it's that Witch was, was sincere about. Mm -hmm. Like she may be also mm -hmm. be stroking her her ego because then she probably in, noticed in, this. In the end, in the end, more than likely, mm -hmm. you know, uh, it, there'll be a scene where the witch was like, you know, you thought you were playing them as a fool when you've been playing a fool this whole time. This whole time, you know, you know, mm -hmm. twist turn of events, right? Like, exactly. Hey, spoiler exactly. The one, person, the one person who you thought might have seen your worth is the one person who's who you know playing you. Yeah, and, and and and, and, proving, and and proving what uh, Victoria has said that like you're capable of so much, but you know you know if this happen if it goes down this road you know you look at everything you've done to lead up to this but yet you were so naive you were you know you've just been played this whole time you were capable of so much but you know fell short well see that's the whole thing with uh with uh victoria as well too when it all comes down to it you know if the witch is playing them both then she really doesn't have the audacity to talk you know, to talk about that to her daughter, when she, when she's also been in fault. You know, mm -hmm. it would just seem like, okay, well, you talking about your daughter, like saying, like, well, you've been playing a fool too, like, but so have you, thinking that you own this place. You know, no, no, and I think that's what ultimately will happen is that they'll both be played, and and you know, uh, what's her name, uh, Victoria Tremaine, whatever. Her eyes will open to the fact that she's ignored, you know what I'm saying? Like, I doubt Anastasia will ever wake up. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. if, and if so, uh, yeah. probably not for long, because it could be one like of those, I, those Peter Pan deals. Yeah, I uh, like I, I just... like a zombie if she, is, if she does wake yeah, up. Yeah, I, I just don't see it, I, you know, like, because we haven't heard, like, anything about, like, who it would be, or haven't seen any flashbacks or anything. To this point, you know, and so I just have we even like, seen her face? No, under, under her no, uh, uh, so nope. it may, so it may just be a, a stand in, and so she is quote unquote cast. That's what I'm saying. So it's just, it's just, I doubt there'll even be a cast. That's what I'm saying. I doubt we'll ever actually see this girl even in flashback. And if, I mean, if so, she may be in the other half. When she's actually oh well, born. yeah. At the very least, it will be the other half because, like we said, we're already halfway through these ten episodes, and we haven't he heard neither nor hair as far as uh, casting or anything like that goes. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I, I'm also sorry. Um, I also had um had gotten a few key points on the next few episodes that are coming up and who's coming in. You know where, like what mm -hmm. coming up soon. I believe. Um, I don't remember which episode that she's coming up saying. 
So is Alina. Who is that again? Oh, um, I, that's news. I got that for news. Awesome. Oh, do you have some news? Okay, good, good, good. Yeah, I, I have a few points in there as well, but uh, we'll come to that. Uh, is there anything anyone wanted to add before we moved on to uh, to questions for the episode? No. Just um, Victoria's t uh, takedown of Ivy in that last scene. Yeah, that was pretty rough. That how could that woman make me hate her anymore? Seriously, I, that just that was brutal. No. Yeah, it and there's really no reason was. for it. I, I, like I don't see any. Exactly. There hasn't been anything we've seen in flashbacks or anything that could that shows like that you know, much of that. why does she hate Drizella other than the fact that she's not uh Anastasia? I think I, yeah, I think that's that's the biggest part. She believes that her daughter Anastasia was a pure of heart and she can do no wrong and now she's settled with her other daughter Drizella, which she is, you know, time and time again each week tearing down and it's like okay so basically you know basically you're digging your own grave so if she betrays you you like yeah, you, you, like, did you, you did yeah, it you did i just i would love to see a story that uh, if we like i said even if we have a real you know i think it really is just it's not you know she's not anastasia mm -hmm. no. and i really hope that still by her by her being her mother's daughter um even though she's putting up this front saying hey um basically when uh henry was being rescued by by uh hook and regina like oh like i know that you seem nicer you you're this you're that and she's like no i'm really not or you know i i think she was basically still putting on a front because henry has woken up that little nice side of her appreciating her and things like that mm -hmm. you know? and i really hope towards the end when when everything's been sent been said and done and and everybody's woken up from this quote unquote curse, you know I really hope Ivy makes a turnaround and is nicer, you know. I, yes, because it makes perfect sense for somebody getting treated yeah. like absolute trash forever. I mean, like mm -hmm. I, to, to be honest with you, I really think that this mm -hmm. that this version of Lady Tremaine is much much more brutal in, in a sense of character tearing down and and you know mean and so cold you know other than the other one the other one was just like despicable because you know she's the, the regular lady Tremaine, but this one's like whoa <laughs> each week yeah. you got an insult for your own daughter <laughs> yeah it's yeah crazy. it wasn't just cinderella that she was tearing down mm -hmm. everyone right. around in yeah, fact, she doesn't. I mean, in fact, she she almost treats Ivy worse than she treats Jacinda. Exactly. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, she got this backwards. <laughs> All right. So, wow. If if uh, if there wasn't anything else to add, I'm going to move on uh, to. Uh, is there any questions? I guess that were actually answered on this episode. You know that we did have. I mean, I guess we know now that Drizella. The question we had. Um, but now that just adds two or three more questions to the list of questions <laughs> we have now. Um, uh, Alice wasn't even aware a factor of before of episode. Uh, you know, is there any other questions that were answered in this episode? You know, anything that we weren't aware of that we are now? 
Um, Can't even think of anything. If yeah. not, we'll just move on to questions. Okay, so um, we do know, however, that, uh, okay, so we still don't know where the curse came from or who cast the curse, like we were just speaking of. Mm -hmm. um, we pro we still don't know. We probably will never learn of uh, the like that little passing uh, conversation Tremaine and, and Wishhook had, as far as like it seemed like they had some sort of past together, um, even though they're from different lands. Mm -hmm. Because Wishhook isn't from this land; he's from the Wish Realm. It kind of makes you wonder, actually. Like little theory, it kind of makes you wonder. Like, wait a minute, the Wish Realm technically didn't exist until. It was creating. No, I understand so what you're saying, when, but when I guess ever had a time to create that past. Yet. I I feel like in general that's how all the lands here are. They don't exist until they're created. Mm -hmm. But even but then at that point, even when they, they some of them are created with a history, it just it depends on how the author's written it. Exactly. Um, mm. But that being said, um, who is uh? This, uh, Witch Hook's daughter. Um, you know, my money is on uh, Tilly slash Alice. Um, hand, uh, better uh, hand on that with uh, no no pun intended. Uh, with uh, <laughs> with uh, um, uh, so sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> With the episode Eloise Gardner that we'll get like the week after next, um, we still really don't know what's going on with Alice or uh, slash Tilly. Uh, um, Rumple we didn't even get in this episode, but now that he's awake, I think that we uh, hopefully we'll get a better idea as to what's going on with him. Um, I'm really hoping that before these ten episodes are out, that we'll at the very least know uh, how, like you know the main characters got to where they are, how the hook, how the curse was enacted, why it was enacted, all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I really hope that doesn't linger on into the next, uh, next season or next half season. rather. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, who is that in Belfry's tower? Uh, we still don't really know. I mean, do we even have a name for her yet? Just the oh. witch. Right. Exactly. Yeah, the um, witch. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, what's her deal? Yeah. Who was the bloke? And uh, I guess maybe he was Ralph. Uh, that seems to be the working theory going on here. Mm -hmm. um, but was he calling? Uh, was he looking for Victoria? But if he's not, then who was he calling there at the end when he, you know, <clears throat> was letting them know that the hook is looking for the girl? And uh, Tony wants to know what's so. That's actually a good question. What's up with the special brew? Mm -hmm. hey, everybody yeah, has their tea preferences, you know. Every yeah. everybody has their tea preferences, but, but what is so special about it, hers? And why does hers have to smell like dirty feet? <laughs> it looked like hey, coffee more than anything. You know, can't always account for <laughs> it, it looked like two things: either dirty water. Or coffee. Uh oh. Okay. Uh, we never came up with an arbitrary. Someone hates coffee. Um. Okay. Coffee, so. so I guess that brings us on to today's arbitrary scale, which is definitely going to be completely arbitrary, seeing as I didn't write anything in here. Um. So out of 
47 bags of random herbs. Um, <laughs> okay. What, what would you what would you give this episode, Tony? Um let me see here. Out of you said how many again? 47 you said? 47. Yeah. 47. Yeah, 47. Um, <laughs> 35. <laughs> okay, so like three quarters. So you, I mean, okay. What with That's watching it. with watching the movie again, this is this is my reason. Okay. With watching the movie again, I really wish that they would have you know, actually did as much as they could mm-hmm. with with the movie side by side comparison with the show. Because, you know, technically they did kind of sorta of a side by side with Frozen Arc. If you really believe it. you know, like if you if you saw it, like 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 if you if you watched through that whole arc, it was a side by side, almost side by side comparison. So with um, with you know their little once upon a time twist they always do, you mm-hmm. know I, I like it for that sense, but I really wish that they would have brought it a little bit closer to the movie. Just a little bit. Okay, okay. Overall, so I like. So because you were such a fan of the movie, you would have liked you know, you you would have liked to have been a little closer. A little bit closer. Not so much of a one twist. Yeah. All right. So out of uh, forty-seven bags of herbs, uh, Elizabeth, what do you give this week's episode? Thirty-two. Okay. And so it wasn't bad or good. It was just it was in the middle for me and middle. Um I enjoyed it. Um I don't know. I don't really I don't have a lot to say about this episode. I, yeah, I obviously uh, you've been pretty quiet about this episode. Like I said, this was no Well, part uh, of it was honestly it wasn't the episode, it was just the fact that the want the magic juice that I was drinking <laughs> got me a little tired. Got me a little tired, and then my my right my right knee started cramping. So when you were talking about one of the parts of the episode, I took a moment mm-hmm. to uh, go take some Tylenol. Also, I'm just not feeling the best right now. Oh, I'm sorry. But it's okay. My oh. knees cramp all the time. It's just part of my body. But anyway, stretch it out. Stretch it out. That's what I've been trying to do. <laughs> all right. Bananas um, so- in the water. Yeah, bananas definitely. Uh, so, uh, Monica, what did you think of this week's episode? Forty-seven uh, out of forty-seven bags of special herbs and spices. I give it forty-three. <laughs> uh, forty-three. Pretty okay, good. so yeah, you really yeah, like this episode. Um, Shout out I the ratings. I, I liked it. Um, there were certainly some. Um, for plot purposes, mm-hmm. which you've pointed out numerous, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> TV. but I'm just—I I think I just have to let go of right. Uh-huh. Um, issues, but it—I—I I liked it. I mean, the first time I watched, it, I didn't even take any notes. Mm-hmm. I was just into into the episode. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so for me, out of forty-seven herbs and spices, um, <laughs> um, I don't know. I'll, I'll probably go somewhere in the middle of all three of you here, and probably go somewhere like thirty, 
38, 38, excuse me. Um, I really liked a lot of the small, like, uh, jokes they had, and, you know, the puns, the bad, the bad dad jokes, I guess you could say, <laughs> that they had throughout the script. Um, I, I liked the twist, um, even though I really am not familiar with the original story to begin with. Um, but just in general, um, uh, yeah, just overall, I really couldn't think of too much to complain with other than the small plot, uh, plot, uh, hiccups that you mentioned, Monica. So I think I'm right there in between you guys with, uh, what did I say? 30, 38, 38, 38. 38. Okay. I'm already forgetting. Okay. So 38. All right. Yeah. So I'm right, right up there with you, uh, Monica. All right. Which, of course, moves us on to news as soon as I can get this damn phone to start up. Jesus. <laughs> Before you do it, actually, um, one of the questions that you had, uh, is Wine an alcoholic? Yes. Oh, God. Yes. Like Wine is an alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, we can, <laughs> yes. we can I said it weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, we can we could scrub that off of the list now because yeah, there's no question about it. Ronnie is like Ronnie's an alcoholic. She's yeah, favoring the booze. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's crazy. There's you know, day drinking like all uh, everywhere. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's worse than Storybrook. But we never see her drink much at a time. It's a shot here and a shot there. Yeah, and but really, I think really any over the course of an episode at most I think we've seen her take two shots. Mm-hmm. She an bugs. alcoholic look. I think it's like bugs She's where like <laughs> like even if you see uh if you see one or two bugs, oh. you know there's like a, a <laughs> like a, I you know you. three dozen behind there. So like yeah, mm-hmm. we only see her take a shot or two, but that's just the times the camera's on her. Like, let's that's just say that, that's when she's taking it light. That's when she's taking it light. That's when she's not just got the. That's every other time she's just got the bottle turned upside down. <laughs> she doesn't even have the shot glass. One, two, three. One, two, three. Drink. <laughs> one shot for you. Two cut for you. Three for me. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, like one for you. One for me. One. Yeah. Like, let's just say, basically, when you, are, when you work in a bar, be prepared to drink with your guests. Always. Yeah, but a good bartender has another bottle filled with water for themselves exactly. that they don't tell the other people isn't vodka. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, let's... Come on, Bill. <laughs> you guys did not hear that at all, did you? No. Nope. Nope. What is going on with that? Well, that's weird. Well, <laughs> let's get it up, into news. All right, you guys ready? Let's try this again. Let's try this. Okay, ready? Let's see if we can actually do it this time. One, two, three. See, whenever we try to do it, instead of it being did it, did it, it goes, it's like more like did it, did it, it doesn't, it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But anyway, that being said, there was actually some news this week, uh, after like weeks of 
nothing. There's actually news this week. Um, yes. the interest, I found an interesting article in uh, Entertainment Weekly uh, that uh, more or less talked about the next episode or two. Uh, uh, like I said, wake up call and whatnot. Uh, Adam and Eddie were asked uh, what they can tease about the witch in the tower. Uh, they said without revealing too much, what we can tease is that we're going to learn more about the witch. We're going to see her in flashbacks and we're going to see that she's connected to multiple characters, which nice. is, mm. yeah. Uh, as long as it's not familial connections, like the so, old ones. So basically she's the new Rumpelstiltskin. When, more or, or less. That's what it seems like to me. Where, yes. uh-huh. where, where he was familiar and, you know, with a lot of characters that he met on his yeah. trials. Um, yeah, let me guess. Is she, is she, um, uh, is she, is she, uh, um, Lucy's, um, what? Great, great, great. I hope not. I, I, I hope not. Let's, let's just nip that in the bud right now, please. Um, okay. Because, uh, I have offhandedly, um, mistaken the actress for the lady who played the Black Fairy a couple of times, and I keep having to tell myself, no. That's not the same person. So, the, same person. Uh, the magazine goes on to ask Henry has pointed out that he's a kid in the photo. Uh, so, where does that take us next? Uh, that's going to take us strange places, Kitsa says, especially for Ronnie, because this is now getting very crazy for her. And episode is six, which is the next uh, <clears throat> episode, will answer that question. <clears throat> They go on to ask about her uh, love life, uh, and they're so they they say that there is a love interest that's going, but it's not going to be until the second half of the season. And Regina's flashback episode six, and she's going to have an unlikely pairing with Drizella. All right. Um, so I had two other bits of news here as well. Uh, Elizabeth, you had you said you had news as well, or yeah, I have um, upcoming episodes. Um, go ahead. So, okay, episodes seven and eight, um, we're going to see Rapunzel. Okay. And also seven and eight will be airing back-to-back on November 17th. So it's a two-hour episode. Um, Yes. So it's not the mid-season finale. The mid-season finale is, uh, I don't know when that airs, but that's the 10th episode. You said this is episode seven and eight? Yeah, it's seven and eight. So after next week, it's the weekend before Thanksgiving. Is the mm-hmm. two-hour episode. Now I saw the the uh, if I'm not mistaken that the ep- name for episode seven is Eloise Garden. Okay, so what uh, you know the title for eight? No, but okay. being that the title is El- Eloise Garden, in this episode we just found out that the name of the missing girl that Rogers is looking for is Eloise Garden. Um, so more than likely, that tells me that the missing girl is going to be. We're going to find out. Yeah, that I think we're going to find out that his daughter is Rapunzel, which I believe Elizabeth or Monica didn't you already make that connection earlier when when he first described his daughter being locked in a tower? Yeah, but oh, I'm still thinking it's the witch. Witch maybe being her. And yeah. then the witch is too old. Well, maybe the witch, maybe in this story, the witch, the Rapunzel was raised by the witch and took on 
the witch, you know, like, you know, carried on for the witch after her death. Well, I have, I have more news. Um, so Nathan Parsons, which mm -hmm. is a unknown character right now, will enter in the eighth episode. And then Sierra okay. Scobie will enter yes. on the tenth episode as Zelina's daughter, grown Robin. up. Mm -hmm. And Robin, grown up, and also Zelina will be in the tenth episode too. Yes, I cannot wait. Yeah, those those last two items you had were the exact <laughs> items that I was going to add as well. Yeah, um, and she's got like blonde hair and green eyes. I love the green the, eyes. The, the Nathan Parsons eyes. person, I believe, is from uh, the originals. I think they said in the in is is one of his former shows he was on, and that he. Uh, it's going to be, they, I believe, mentioned that he would be a love interest for someone on the show. Oh, okay. But being that, uh, oh, who was the name again? Sorry. Nathan Parsons. Okay. I, I watched the original, so I'm going to have to look that up. Okay. Uh, but being that they said he's going to be a love interest, and we were just told that, uh, uh, Ronnie's won't show up until the back, you know, until the second half of the season. I wonder, <clears throat> excuse me, I wonder oh, whose love interest he will be. Maybe Drizella? Oh. But anyway, yeah, so we're finally getting, you know, with, uh, with this first half season, you know, winding down, like you noted earlier, that this we're already halfway through, so we're finally getting some uh, casting news for the later episodes of this half season and maybe even going into the next half season. Um, and yeah, like I've already stated uh, exactly what I think it'll probably happen as far as this half season goes and then goes into the, into the next half season. I just hope that it does go that fast. It doesn't get drawn out. <clears throat> like I said, I hope that by the time, you know, that's not to say that there shouldn't be questions going into the back half, but at the very least we should know, the main questions that were asked at the beginning of the season. We shouldn't still be searching for those 15 episodes in. Mm -hmm. All right. So, um, unfortunately there is no feedback for this week's episode. Uh, a lot of that has to do with me. Uh, as I'm sure you can tell by the sound of my voice, I haven't been, uh, <laughs> feeling a hundred percent lately. <laughs> Not to mention, Excuse me, I'm sorry. Not to mention a few uh, just personal things happening uh, that's uh, made my week rather hectic. Um, so last week's episode didn't go up to late. Um, I really haven't been active in social media this week as far as asking for any kind of feedback or anything. Uh, the giveaway we were having this week. But uh, with all things considered, we're going to give it one more week for anyone to try to get any kind of feedback they want to get in. Um, and just to draw the pool a little bigger so um, so we have more to draw from uh, before we send out these prizes. Um, once again, nothing big. It's just some uh, you know little kind of once again, once upon a time knickknacks to, to show like your once upon a time pride for us to show, you know, how much we love our listeners and, and how much we enjoy the feedback. Um, but if you do want to leave some feedback about this episode, about any future episodes, about uh, anything that we've mentioned on the podcast that you feel 
that we've gotten wrong and you want to correct us or maybe we forgot to add something, you can always write us on Twitter at GF Storybrook. Uh, you find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash uh, greetings from Storybrook. Uh, you can uh, call us on voicemail at 424-274-2352. And I can't believe I just remembered that number just by not looking at it. Nice. Uh, that's 424-274-2352. And uh, email, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> excuse me. You can also e uh, you know, email us your thoughts. Uh, you can like uh, record a quick voicemail, send it our way, whatever you want to do. Jot it down, however you want to correspond. It's at uh, greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Um, and then, of course, you can always uh, reach all of us individually. Tony, if they wanted to get a hold of you, how would they uh, do so? Uh, you, you guys can do so um, by going onto Twitter at hoops900, H-O-O-P-S, 900. Okay, and uh, Elizabeth, if they wanted to contact you online, where would they reach you? Um, well, I'm on Instagram now, and my Instagram name is queen underscore Liz underscore 87. And then my Twitter, which I'm never on. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Load. Okay. Um, queen, queen underscore Liz 87. Queen underscore Liz 87, yeah. yeah what okay. underscores. And um, uh, what was that? Oh, Instagram. So what kind of pictures are you putting on there? I've only had two pictures so far. Um, <laughs> I, only, I only joined last week. I only joined last week. But um, there's one for me for Halloween, um, dresses Emma holding the dagger. And then there's one that. going to a comedy club. Hey, so. you the huh? Were you what was that, right? Oh, oh, wait, what? Rooting for the Astros, right? Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sorry. Oh, fired. Right. Sorry, I'm All from right. California. I'm a Dodgers fan. I know they lost. Don't rip it in. <laughs> and, uh, all right. And then, Monica, where can we reach you online? Uh, I'm trying to be on Twitter um, at Monica Sedai, S-E-D-A-I. Okay. And then, of course, um, uh, I'm on Twitter at Inevitable Hawk, H-E-W-K-E. Uh, -E. um, Facebook, of course, is just Bobby Hawk. And then every week, uh, maybe not necessarily the same time, unfortunately, every week, but every week, uh, you can find me hosting um, Rain or Shine, Sick or Well, I, uh, <laughs> well uh, the uh, Once Upon a Time podcast greeting from Storybook. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know why I won't just shut up already because like, I feel <laughs> like I'm just about to fall over. Um, don't do it. Don't like it. That being said. I'm going to give you a potion to make you feel better. No, I, but you know what makes me feel better is is feedback. being with you, being with you, feedback. Okay, yes. <laughs> feedback makes me <laughs> But other than that, you know, other than that, uh, I enjoy being with you guys uh, every week, you know, and, and talking about Greetings and Storybrooke, or talking about Once Upon a Time. Um, we love you too, Bobby. <laughs> and until yeah. next week, guys. 
Greetings, Greetings from, from Starbrook. It still exists. <laughs> Like. <laughs> oh, and silence your phone. Did. There, that's what I was trying to do. <laughs> A few seconds late. <laughs>